0: One of my main reasons for breaking off from the large floral shop and starting my own business is I love to view flowers as an art medium. And I was so hungry to bring back in that really creative, collaborative aspect of my life. I don't see many people doing what I'm doing with flowers, which is why I'm doing it. And basically, I'm approaching florals as a fine art form.
1: Welcome to this episode of the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast, where we're sharing the stories of the people and businesses who call Grand Rapids home. In this episode, we're talking with Molly Lucille, founder of Grand Rapids small business Faye Floral. As a florist, Molly has noticed that a lot of people just walk past flowers without noticing them. And she's on a mission to change that. Because in her view, flowers are an art medium and a way of telling stories. So in this episode, you'll hear how Molly got started as an artist, how she came to view flowers as a fine art form, and what exactly it looks like to tell stories through flowers.
0: So I've just kind of always been an artistic person. When I was a little kid, we have still like drawings I made of like, when I grow up, I want to be an artist. So I always knew I would do Something in the arts. And I started out in theater. So, my first year of college, I went to Columbia College, Chicago. I was a theater major and I loved it, but it definitely was a lifestyle that I really didn't want the more I learned about it. Like, I love this art, but I feel like there's something better for me.
1: After seeing that theater wasn't a great fit for Molly to start her art career, she decided to try something different. And, undaunted, She transferred from Columbia College in Chicago to Grand Valley State University in Allendale.
0: And in their art department, there's this really great program called Visual Studies, where you can kind of do whatever you want with whatever medium. It's not focused on just one thing. So I was doing a lot of sculpture, video, which really combined a lot of performance art as well. Kind of scratching that theater itch. And I kind of fell into flowers by accident. I had a mentor that um, helped me with some event coordinating internships I was doing. And I just came to her. I'm like, what do I I love event coordinating? I love theater. I love art. What do I do? And she's like, you know, you might consider going into the floral industry. And I'd never thought of it before. I was like, yeah, flowers sound cool. Like, I'll, I'll give it a shot. So I worked in sales at this flower shop for a little while. And just anytime anyone would teach me anything, I would be like, so hungry for it. And I was so annoying because I just, I just sneak up behind people and be like, Hey, what you doing? Can you show me how to do that all the time? And as I started learning different things to design, I really was drawn to the wedding side of the business. So making bridal bouquets just really sparked something in me of like, Oh, wow, this is really something I love. And They saw that in me and was like, great, here you go. Take the wedding department. So I ended up running their wedding department for a while and kind of went straight from sales right into running the wedding department. It was an intense move because it was a very large volume shop. So we were doing anywhere from five to 10 weddings every weekend.
1: Thanks to good advice from her mentor, Molly started working at a flower shop, quickly learned that she had a passion for flowers and was soon given an opportunity to run the entire wedding department at this large flower shop. And five to 10 weddings every weekend is a ton of flowers. But even with all the busyness, she describes it as an incredible opportunity.
0: I am so grateful, though, that that was where I found my first steps, because I don't think there's many other places that I would have had that much experience right off the get go. And the fact that they just like handed me that much responsibility with no real training at all. They're just like, "Hey, you seem to be good at this. Go ahead. <laughs> what could happen? And I just ran with it. And yeah, I loved the process of meeting with couples and I'd really sit down for like over an hour with them and talk through every single detail of the wedding, really getting the color palette, like what flowers meant to them. And I just found this passion for seeing that moment in clients' faces when They realized what flowers could do for them on their wedding day because most people don't know, they don't know much about flowers. It's kind of like, it's just the thing that you do. But then once you realize how specific they can be and how much they bring to a room, it's like a switch flips and they're like, oh, I love this. And it's like, yeah, I know me too. It's so fun to share that.
1: Although Molly truly enjoyed working solely on weddings and they are still a significant part of her own business it wasn't long before she was ready to explore highly creative and collaborative projects that focus on flowers as a form of art.
0: One of my main reasons for breaking off from the large floral shop and starting my own business is I love to view flowers as an art medium. And I was so hungry to bring back in that really creative, collaborative aspect of my life. And flowers are have been my medium for that. So. My biggest passion is to create like art pieces out of florals, whether that be really weird fantasy looks with flower crowns. And if you go to my Instagram, there's a bunch of weird stuff on there, but really extreme like fashion looks, just more experimental florals as an art form. I don't see many people doing what I'm doing with flowers, which is why I'm doing it. And basically, I'm approaching florals as a fine art
1: form. So now Molly is approaching florals as a form of art. And while we'll touch later on how she got there and what that looks like, it definitely has led to a different creative process, working on different projects and different collaborations and even having different goals in mind when starting a project. By way of example, she collaborates extensively with another artist, a photographer named Bradley Lohman. They've now spent years working together on a ton of different projects, but as far as business networking and collaborative connections go, they met in a somewhat unconventional way.
0: We actually met on Tinder uh, like five years ago. (laughs) And uh, yeah, we went out for drinks one night. We were both like, yeah, no, that's that side of our lives is not going to work out together, but let's make some weird art together. Our first shoot together, I made like a little flower crown for. I didn't really know what to do. I hadn't really modeled much at that point. And then after that shoot, we got the photos back and I was like, oh, this combines the performance art aspect that I was really missing and the artistic aspect, but I get to do it all through flowers. And it just really sunk into place of like, I need to experiment more with this format. So he and I have been doing this for five years. And we were sitting around after I started Faye Floral and we were creating some really cool stuff. He does like night photography. So they're very like dark kind of imagery, very like experimental. And we're like, oh my God, duh, we're artists. Like we should start selling prints and doing fine art galleries of our work. So that's kind of a market that I'm starting to tap into and seeing if there's an interest there. So um, coming up in April, actually, so April 5th, I believe, we actually have a show at um, the DAC, which is a gallery on the north end of Grand Rapids with some fine art prints of some of our collaborations over the years. But I also have been doing more florals for editorial for um, like music videos and album covers and things like that. We actually just did an album cover together, Bradley and I for two local musicians that just released this really cool, sexy R&B single together. And we did the cover for it. And so I did florals, this big floral bed that they laid in. Um, We had cool lighting and um, it was really fun. So stuff like that is more where I'd love to push my business in that direction. And, you know, sky's the limit there, whether it's, you know, album covers or music videos or film TV, like, There's flowers everywhere, so if I can teach people that there's a need in that venue, then I've done what I want to do.
1: A key part of Faye Floral and what Molly does as a florist revolves around that idea of telling stories through flowers. And it makes total sense. Like any other art form, like dance or visual art or music, Molly is able to tell stories through flowers. But I'm curious— where exactly did that idea that she can tell stories through flowers come from?
0: So, when I started Faith Floral, I had a very dear friend of mine named Maria be the catalyst for that idea. So, I had been, you know, through COVID, just really questioning my career path and what I wanted to do with it. And I, I just knew I had to go. I knew a next step was ahead of me. I just wasn't sure what that was. And she was the voice I was like, uh, duh, start your own business. So grateful for her because I just never would have had the confidence to really take that leap without her encouragement. So she and I sat down at a Starbucks, at the one in Gaslight Village, and we just talked about what I was really passionate about and what I wanted to be and what I wanted to see and what I wanted to do. And... I kept coming back to, you know, my whole life, I've loved fantasy fiction, like Lord of the Rings, anything like elven, like that kind of thing. I just, am really drawn to like mythology and things like that. And she's like, all the florals that you do for you are very like mythical. Like there's lots of foresty, mossy kind of elements, very natural, inspired. And she's like, it's something out of a storybook. And I was like, oh, oh my God, like why not bring those ideas together of like what I love in my, you know, free time and also what I do for work. So that's actually where the name Faye Floral came from because everyone my whole life has kind of said, I've got pixie energy. Um, <laughs> that is not a self-descriptor. I was like, hey, let's lean into it. You know, let's just embrace the Faye. I've got a little bit of a more... um darker vibe to some of my art um, and aesthetic. And I love that aspect of the Fae of that mystery and intrigue that came with them. And that, you know, I just want you to look deeper at the flowers. There's a story there to unveil if you read
1: between the lines. So again, this idea of telling stories through flowers makes perfect sense. It's like any other art form. I was curious about what this actually looks like, what it is practically And so I asked about her creative process, how she actually goes about telling stories in the projects that she creates. And by way of example, she told me about a couple of projects in which she told stories through flowers.
0: Recently, I did a shoot with a friend of mine named August Nyssen, who's another amazing photographer. And I'd been experimenting a lot with moss and mushrooms and things like that. And I really wanted to create a character that was like born of the forest in a way. And so we did a shoot together where I made this like wearable floral piece that was all moss and mushrooms and then um, real butterfly wings that I had kind of created this pattern with. And I love transforming myself to become all these different characters. So you can't tell it's me, but it's just these different characters each time that look really fantastical and different and you want it. You feel like it's a character that just stepped off of a page of a fantasy book. So I love evoking that feeling of like, what is that story? But it also can apply to weddings. So I love to sit down with my clients and really hear their love story first and like what drew them to each other and whatever story comes to mind that they want to share about themselves. And I love finding a way to incorporate that into their flowers. For example, there's a couple recently... I just got married this fall that I did their flowers and they were both in the field of ecology and conservation and are very focused on local like Michigan protected species and invasive species and things like that. And so I um got almost all native Michigan florals to be in their flowers including like some swamp lilies and some different like foraged pieces just kind of went for a walk in the woods and clipped little things that I thought would be indicative of them and they lost it. They were so excited. It was so, and it was so fun to work with them because I knew that they would know what all these pieces were. I didn't have to explain to them and they just trusted me. They're like, whatever you want to do, like do it. And that collaboration with them and that trust was exactly why I do what I do. Just so fulfilling.
1: Having just celebrated the two year anniversary of Faith Floral. Molly has gotten to work on a ton of really creative projects with great clients and collaborate with incredible artists. So as she moves into what will surely be another year of successful business and great projects, I asked about what she's hoping to pursue as she continues this work and if these creative collaborative projects are her main focus.
0: That's definitely the main direction I'd like to move into. It is what I'm like most passionate about. But I'm really hoping to find more opportunities to push that even further. So that's kind of my goal for this year is to really build a base to be able to branch that out into more mediums that I maybe haven't yet. For example, like I've done, I did a music video last year that was incredible, such a great experience. But like my top goal is I really want to do florals for film or TV, either one. But I'm so inspired. I'm a big Star Trek fan. And I love seeing the flowers in the background of Star Trek episodes because they get really creative of like what, what flowers look like they could be alien. And I love what they pick. I just like geek out about it. They're like real, some of my favorites like Protea and things like that, that just look really funky. And I would love to do that for more sets. So kind of speaking that out into the universe and starting to collaborate more with people that push a more cinematic feel to push my limits in my comfort zone. To build more pieces in that game.
1: Towards the end of our conversation, I asked Molly about her experience in Grand Rapids. She's lived in the Midwest her entire life, but has chosen to stay and work in the Grand Rapids area ever since she transferred to Grand Valley as a college student. She offered me great insight into what it's like to be an artist and a business owner in Grand Rapids.
0: I mean, anyone that has been a creative in Grand Rapids for an extended period of time can speak to the ebb and flow of the creative community here. So when I moved here, I was also like super young. I was like 19, 20 when I moved here. So part of this is, you know, bright eyed, bushy tailed, like the world is awesome uh, type thing. But there was a lot of really exciting things happening when I moved here. A lot of really exciting organizations that were really building a really cool community and support system for local artists. And COVID really did a huge number on that and just decimated a lot of existing programs. We just lost the UICA, which is a big blow. And the Avenue for the Arts has gone down significantly. used to be really, it's still here, but it used to be a lot bigger than it is now. And like all of the galleries on Division used to be a big hub for that. And COVID really hurt the artist community here. And a lot of people moved away. So you're seeing a lot of people move to Grand Rapids in the tech industries, medical industries, things like that. But A lot of the creative community has just filtered in and out. It's been interesting to watch that flux and change because we have some truly incredible artists here in Grand Rapids, but it is hard to be an, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's really hard to be an artist in Grand Rapids because things change so quickly here uh, in the arts community. But I think in the last year, I have seen a huge resurgence of local support and community and coming together. And I think we just needed that time to reassess a little bit. But people are coming out of the woodworks. New galleries are opening. I know a good friend of mine is the director of uh, exhibitions at Cultivate, which is a new gallery that's opening downtown. They're doing incredible work. And some other really exciting things happening. So even though we're losing some really high quality people, it's still there and it's still happening. So it's exciting to see how it rebuilds after COVID. And I've got a lot of high hopes for it. I really am seeing some really exciting things growing with the other growth that's happening. So I bet in a couple of years, we're going to see like another art explosion here.
1: While she's seen a lot of ebb and flow and change in and around Grand Rapids, especially the Grand Rapids creative community, Molly remains firmly passionate about her work and passionate about the community that she serves.
0: I think my biggest thing is just talking about passion and how important it is to be passionate about what you do and passionate about your community. I definitely think the heart of my approach to business is through passion. I wouldn't be doing this if I wasn't crazy passionate about what I do and... This has given me such a lens to have a business that allows me to freely create and be creative. And I feel very, very privileged to be in this position where I've been able to attract a tribe of clients that get it and are looking for it. And it's very niche, I will admit. Like, I am not for everyone and I don't want to be for everyone. I'm okay with that. But the people that do choose to use me for their florals really get it and that just it makes me really happy (laughs) and I'm so grateful to be in a really cool community here in Grand Rapids
1: thank you for listening to this episode of the good morning Grand Rapids podcast and a special thank you to Molly from Faye Floral for sharing her story on this episode if you would like to learn more about Faye Floral or collaborate with Molly on your next creative project, you can find her social media and website in the show notes of this episode. Good Morning Grand Rapids is produced by InPhase Media, a Grand Rapids based podcast production agency. We create podcasts for businesses and organizations designed to drive business growth. Learn more about who we are and what we do at InPhaseMedia.co.